are. Welcome to Racer's Alley here at uh, Mutiny Radio here in the heart of the mission. And uh, yar yar. Well, uh, beautiful day out. A little fog rolling in from the hills. Uh, if you uh, don't know where our ship is, we're in the mission in San Francisco. And uh, that means we got a little mountains here, uh, little hills between here and the ocean. And it's usually beautiful. I'd say it's like a coastal area in a sense. Anyhow, uh, Boy, oh boy, tonight we're going to have uh, Wade and uh, Milk Crate here spinning some tunes. Uh, boy, they just showed up. Wade's got a delivery sticker on the side of his helmet. We'll have to ask what that's about. But uh, let's see here. Um, we're going to have maybe Joe O'Sullivan call, who's an Isle of Man racer and old school SMR and everything else in between. Uh, Wade will be able to fill you in a little bit more about that one. And uh, Milk Crate, how's everything going? Pretty good. All right, Milk Crate has his mask on. Uh, well, all of you out right now in the uh, COVID world, I hope you're doing wor uh, well. Um, boy, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword in a, in a lot of areas. I see um, people wear masks, but they don't wear them correctly. People don't really stay away uh, apart really much, but at least some people are trying, and that's kind of the, the easiest way, you know, I can put it. But I hope everyone uh, stays healthy and happy, and um, just be aware that it is going on, and it is getting, uh, in a sense, a little worse. So uh, don't necessarily go out there and streak yet. Uh, at least have a mask on, otherwise, you know. Oh, talking about that, yeah, I'm going to the... Uh, I was just going to say fucking... I was going to the fucking... Um, bank the other day and uh, what do we got two naked people sitting there over uh, on market street uh, across from the bank and um, they had their masks on and they had to have a little uh, i guess a yarn thingy around their uh, nether parts but uh, streakers are still out there interestingly enough uh, especially in san francisco i guess uh, everywhere else in this world you guys would be going what but uh, here there's a lot of crazy shit going on and uh, anyhow, so um, Mutiny Radio, uh, we are still uh, trucking along and uh, Pamtastic, our uh, wonderful captain, uh, I hope we can get her on in the next 20 minutes or so and she can tell you how we are floating and getting by. Uh, that's wonderful. She's uh, sitting there working on the computer right now. Anyhow, uh, let me talk to the boys. Milk Crate's got something going and uh, we'll go from here. Yar yar. How you doing, Milk Crate? Doing great. We've got some Iron Maiden with Sanctuary coming up first. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Cheers.
the Phenomenauts from Oakland. And the only reason I knew that is because Milk Crate's next to me. Otherwise, I had no clue. Anyhow, uh, yar yar, uh, welcome to Racer's Alley here at Meany Radio in the heart of the mission. And um, boy, you know, uh, we're just going to start chugging along. Um, interesting times, as we all know, but uh, times are starting to open up, up again. And um, interestingly enough, uh, racetrack days are out there. And more exciting as well, racing's back out there. Um, I don't know about all over the world, but I do know that the AFM, you know, uh, our local uh, uh, race organization, um, we are going to be racing. Uh, when I say we, I got a big fingers crossed for myself as well. But uh, they're going to be running on July 18th and 19th at Button Willow Raceway down south over in uh, Bakersfield Way. Um, 
Harris Ranch House Steakhouse is there, by the way. So it's always a nice way uh, to stop there. But uh, so anyway, so AFM's going to be running races for the first time in quite some time during this. Uh, the season's basically half over. I think they're playing with the idea of double points and some such. But uh, as far as racing goes, you know, I have my mixed reviews on the rest of the year. Uh, at a, uh, they want to do double points or single points and carry on to next year or whatever. Um, I, I don't know how that works. So, uh, yeah. Wade, you on there? I don't know. Am I? Am I? Yeah, I'm just turning all the mics on to see if you're out there. I'm just talking about the AFM and what they're doing. Um, say hi, Wade. Hi there. Zoom, zoom. All right. So you're still on. Uh, one of these mics don't work, so we'll figure it out when we get feedback. But anyhow, uh, yeah, AFM's out there. They're running. Uh, now it's a half season over. Uh, they're talking about double points or single points or having points for next year. Either way, racing's racing. Um, to me, I'm very stubborn. You know, so RER, I still say we should have the races go towards a six-hour endurance race at the end of the year. But uh, instead, they just want to uh, uh, do what they're doing. Is no one's listened to me. So, all right. Uh, yeah, I got 25,000 <laughs> listeners and not even – we already got seven people that support the racing. Uh, and three of them are work with me here. But, uh, yeah, isn't that, uh, isn't that weird? Uh, we've done ra – we've done – Wade and I have been to a couple of endurance races at the AFM, and it was a great time. And what better way to, like, make up half a year of racing than doing a six-hour endurance race? Man, laugh after We're laugh 12 after or 24. Laugh. Yeah, you are. 48. <laughs> right? Let's just never stop racing. <laughs> exactly, and we'll talk about that soon. So, anyhow, um, AFM's racing again. So, be at Button Willow, 7, 18th, and 19th, meaning July 18th and 19th. Um, read stuff because uh, I think there obviously be uh, um, things are going to be different. Uh, things people are not going to be. Uh, you're not going upstairs anymore, and all going to be in the same room and getting your applications shit. I think it's going to be more or less uh, pre-entry and stuff like that. So there is going to be a big distancing uh, rule uh, as well. So uh, that's something. To think same about. with passing six foot. Rule. You pass somebody, right? Yeah, you can't pass anyone at six feet. You got to go around them. Yeah, around the outside, dude. That sounds like a pol politically correct thing to say, Wade. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so the boys are going to be out there 7, 18th, and 19th. As far as track days, I do know someone right now is going to uh, track day this weekend. I don't know who's running it. Probably a Button Willow uh, folks. I'll have to figure out something about that and uh, find out who they are. However, I, I talked to August, or August and I have been communicating, and uh, August, meaning August Weber, uh, he runs, uh, helps run Fun Track Days, D-A-Y-Z, big fucking difference. So Fun Track Days. Uh, they're going to be at uh, Laguna Seca, uh, July 3rd. Great oh, way to spend a holiday weekend, July I got to tell 3rd. you. You know, yeah, yeah, July 3rd, Laguna Seca. And that's so, everybody uh, gets off of work. Well, nine to five or like that's like any summer. minute now. I don't think anyone's working right now. I think, I think pretty much oh, anything can oh, happen. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm working too. But anyways, um, Laguna Seca is a world-class track. So Fun Track Days is doing it. Uh, register while you can. It's going to be July 3rd. Again, um, read all the instructions. As usual, there's going to be a, a particular rules as far as... Um, uh, distancing and such and uh yeah uh i think they're gonna have a seven inch pass rule instead of a seven foot pass rule over there 
So that'd probably be nice. There you go. <laughs> it was too. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, so that's going on. Uh, Fun Track Days, and uh, they they run a great organization, and uh, you can get a hold of them at uh, info at Fun Track Days, f u n t r a c k d a y z s dot com. Remember d a y z. That's important. And uh, www.funtrackdays.com. And uh, get a hold of them, pre-register. Right now is a great time. And especially since racing's going on again, um, it's always good to have extra race time. So at least we know uh, someone's out there. You can go out on the track and such. And uh, like I said, welcome back, AFM. Um, I, I actually uh, emailed the secretary the other day. Oh, what's happening with racing? Uh, what about my license and what do I need to do? Right now, you can join again. Right now, and it's uh, they're gonna. Um, you can join for the half year license. There you go. Uh, yeah, because they, they, she said that the people were asking uh, on the email, and basically that clears everything up uh, under half license. So obviously, your license is gonna be less. Uh, well, less uh, as far as uh, compared to the full year, and uh, start going. So AFM's back on. Please go out there, start racing, and support uh, everything involved in between. Hopefully, uh, we'll have the vendors and the tire guys out there as well. I'll have to talk to them and see what's happening and uh, talk to you next week about that. Yar. Anyhow, um, boy, I'm just rambling here about the track days and the practices and stuff. But, uh, huh. Hmm. So, um, Wade and I, uh, we met uh, Pedro, uh, San Pedro Martir. Um, that's a race going on in Mexico. Right now, we're looking into that. I wanna, I wanna do the hill climb. There's gonna be a uh, full road race in February, I believe. And um, right now, everything's in organizational uh, stance. But each day, I read on his posts. Uh, Pedro really is getting it together, man. He works on it daily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's really, really great. And hopefully we'll be able to road race in Mexico uh, 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 at a nice circuit uh, next year in February. Yeah. yeah he exactly. does have the uh, San Pedro de Martir hill climb going on on October 2nd and 3rd. Um, I'd love to be there. Got a couple of little uh, uh, hurdles, uh, passport as well as uh, the fact of the matter is the border's closed right now. The border's so got open. It, yeah, so uh, <laughs> it makes it a little harder to race. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If we were racing 125s, we could actually toss the bike over the fence. But uh, in this particular I mean, Isn't it a tall fence? Yeah, can't do it with a 1,000. But uh, hopefully that'll happen. I've been in communication with them, and um, you are. You got to see the layout. It's a really fun layout. It's a hill climb. It's a very long hill climb. 18 uh, miles. 18 yeah. miles. Really? Yeah, 18 so, some odd miles. That's yeah. pretty That's pretty good distance. Um, sand, it's out there. Sand's everywhere, but yeah. Um, that's always a monkey in the wrench. Um, if you uh, register early, boy, oh, boy. The hotel is like what we had over in Argentina. Swank. You get two days in a really nice lodge type of place. You know, you send pictures on that and everything. That's why we call it racing vacation. (laughs) Exactly. Wade's got me into this. It's called a racing vacation. Well, Wade, I'm always stressed. I'm going to die. He goes, no, you're on vacation, dude. So, yeah, exactly. So, anyhow, very cool to hear about that. Um, Wade, got anything to add? What's going on? Um, Just... 
which direction a little bit everything um, yeah so uh berliner berliner r-e-r christine is going uh, good she's running the the, the shops right now in uh, san francisco california uh, for those uh world listeners um san francisco went on lock- lockdown just like everywhere else and to be an independent business owner boy oh boy it's the worst time in the world to happen so um yeah she's running right now yeah she's open three days a week takeout only you have a little chain across the door so nobody's in the building um She's just making these special, all kinds of stuff. She's got sausages, burgers, best burger in town. Yeah, but she's coming burgers. out with other stuff and and changing it into specials. Well, know? that's important now. Um, yeah, I've, I've been reading a lot of, of through uh, what's happening in San Francisco, and um, basically everyone's adapting uh, with the goods you have and the stuff you have. You're you're trying to make it um, being able to go nowadays for everyone, but also. Um, yeah, not the everyday thing, making it palatable, palatable yeah. and uh, yeah, just uh, totally being creative. And uh, I lived with Christine with Wade as well at one point, and she used to use me as a guinea pig, giving me all these desserts, and uh, yeah. boy, oh boy, yeah. yeah, she can cook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Her dad's a super chef from Germany and everything. She grew up with it all her life, and, and, and. So there was, a, there was a couple that came over from Marin County, she said yes the other day. And they brought somebody and blah, blah, blah. And anyhow, they had a hamburger and they left and they called back and they said, that was the best burger I ever, <laughs> ever, ever had. Yep. They usually have a line out the door normal times uh, at 1130 before they even open at noon. And uh, yeah, they'd sell out their hamburgers. Uh, uh, yeah, they, get, they would get 150 and when they're gone, yep. they're gone. <laughs> and they're wonderful. So anyhow, um, boy, oh boy, Berliner's going on. And uh, how are your Corvettes? Corvettes are actually really doing good. Um, 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 the two that I have at, at my place are, are running really well. I, I got a slight exhaust two. leak on one. So uh, num- the uh, Batmobile is number one. Number two is in Bat Training. Will become the next Batmobile. Um, Hans has number three, and he drove it actually up and down his driveway yesterday. First time ever. It runs really good. He had to put a nose job on it and a couple other little doodads, but now it's a running car. Nice. It's a 74, and he goes, this one's the best one of all of them. It's all high performance. Everything you look at, high performance this, high performance that. 74 is pre- Smog. Yeah, so everything was real back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nice. So they're all growing. Um, all three of them run. Um, the Opel GPT is just about ready to get done we're gonna basically wrap that first we got a buddy's gonna do it we're gonna do something really artsy fantastic and do that as a sample and we're gonna do at least one of the vets and the other one might stay a batmobile and then we'll try to sell a couple of them if we sell them cool we don't we don't who cares we're gonna drive them around well i think uh nowadays also it's not if you put them for sale, there are people who want them because everything's so cookie-cutter nowadays. It's exactly. nice to see something so unique. Yeah, and we're going to do know. a nice job. Yeah. And and when it goes, it, it, it'll it happen, and we're not worried about it. we got other things and other projects, you know. So I'm also working on buggies at the same time, um, uh, refurbishing mine. I have one that uh, somebody gave me a, a chassis, a roll cage chassis, so I built a car. And then I rebuilt it again. I've only driven it twice ever. But now it's oh, over at Hans Land. 
And Hans has like five of them. He's been collecting these. Oh, this one, this one needs a big motor. This one, this one. And then he goes, I got five motors over there. And first he goes, you can't have one. <laughs> and then he goes, you can have number three. So I go, we were, he's got a stalker that runs really good. We, he started it for me. We were going to put it in my, my little buggy. And then we pulled it out and everything. I go, wait a minute, stop. Let's stop right here. You're going to go find one for Christine. The, totally, totally, totally what she wants. We're going to put that motor in hers. And you're going to upgrade me. And I'm going to take that number three. And we're going to do everything in one move. So he's actually keeping two of the five that he's got. And then, so I've got one for myself and one for Christine, his and hers. Nice. Well, Christine, yar, yar. It's you a know, surprise, she, so don't tell her. She has a really badass El Camino as well. Anyways, uh, on a surprise note, uh, checking up the messages. And Pedro Vargas Valdez, um, he's running the uh, races over here and uh, the, the, the hill climb, longest hill climb, San Pedro Martir. As well as that's in Baja, as well as he's getting together the Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, which is a proper road racing course. And everyone uh, so far from all over the world has great support for that. Anyway, so he goes, border is not closed, guys. So he just sent me that wow. four minutes ago. So he goes, you should have said you fucker, Alex, but uh, yara yar. So yara yar. So I'll work on getting my uh, passport. But there so far, he's not the only person who I, I've actually talked to who's mentioned that, you know, gone back and cross recently. And uh, Armand uh, Powell uh, Croft III, uh, racer Baja, awesome dude, uh, was supposed to be here tonight, but I guess he, he didn't come back in time. But, uh, yeah, he, he goes back and forth as well. I was, I was hoping I might have him here this, this evening to um, grill him about uh, what it takes to go there with all our stuff. And uh, yeah. how easy it is to go in and yeah. out. Yeah. That's information that it's, it's nice to have, you know, that type of thing. So, all right. So, uh, the border's open, brothers. Border's open. Everybody run. Well, actually, it's like I got to get my entry in, and then I'll just gamble on the uh, on the uh, the passport. But uh, I've, uh, I've I've watched the course several times. That hill climb is a wonderful hill climb. Um, the the biggest difficulty I could see is sand. Which is like the biggest difficulty. It's like black ice, you know. It's like R E R. It moves around. Uh, it's like a rolling chicane, really. Um, and it's like oil. It's like yeah, sand. Sand is a tough motherfucker, anyway. Yeah, yep. <laughs> hard to yeah. see unless there's lots of it. And uh, you can't really get around it if you hit it. Got to be super delicate. It's it's it really is a tough adversary, you know. So uh, otherwise, it's a wonderful course, and uh, I look forward if I can get there. To doing it, I'm going to be racing a 99R1 and uh, going from there. Uh, I might have to camp in the end, yar yar, but uh, it'd be nice to get that big swank hotel. But we'll just see how times go, and uh, hopefully, I'll get the passport. All right. Anyway, so let's take a little bit of a break here. We've been jarring for a little bit. Wade, do you want to say anything? Or let's put on some so, milk crate Brian music. Yeah, actually, I, I got one. He, he was going to let me play. Awesome. Uh, Joe is supposed to be here, so this was kind of for him, but we, we're TT riders also. See, see, if, see if this one works. Does, uh, come, on, come, on, <laughs> come on, come on, come on, This is like going to the TT races. <laughs> come on. Oh, no, it's got to have a commercial. Oh, I hate those things. Okay. There we go. Should I be turning anything on over oh. here? There we go. It's on. He's on an old.
<laughs> we at Mutiny Radio, we improvise all the time. So as long as nothing blows up, we should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, Wade and I met many, many years ago, uh, boy, in the late 90s, and, um, you know, he taught me a lot about the TT, and he'd been there in the 90s and I was, uh, when I was reading about it in City Bike, and um, I, is that from the old movie, Wade, uh, that yeah. black and white? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a, it was, they, they made a movie at, uh, back in the old days, and uh, it was about a guy who wanted to race the aisle, right? Yeah, and he ended up winning. It was great. It was hilarious. It's a comedy in the middle of it, they have this song, and actually, when you go there, there's a guy in costume with the bike. Um, it's it's dynamite. So most everybody that goes has heard it or whatever. I didn't hear about it until I went. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, it's a there it's you go. Either you know, what's the name of it? Do you remember? Uh, I'm kind of look that up, but uh, yeah, so it's an old black and white movie about racing the Isle of Man and. Uh, before it became, uh, I think that was even before World War Two at the time. But uh, anyhow, uh, uh, I'll look at it and uh, we'll figure it out and uh, we'll get back to you shortly uh, as far as that goes. Because all these uh, uh, Google things put all the new stuff out there. So I'll have to like Google black and white TT movie or something like that and we'll see what we get. But anyhow, uh, Yar Yar, um, Milk Crate Brian's going to put on another tune and we're going to... Um, Chill for a second. Be right back. George, for me. There it is. What do we got going, Milk Crate? Uh, we've got Steve Albini's band, Shellac. Yeah, yeah.
Singing about pop that we don't lay on like this house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just for a style, it's a sweetie. But the buzz are singing, yeah, yeah, yeah. What pops that we? Shot for a Mr. Crack But a neighbor's son caught us in the act Wasn't sure if she had witnessed I closed them tight and took a deep breath Back to business and I insisted We speed up the deal and I to get the bet The dealer stood case in his hand We're ready to leave me with a bin bag of grass Go bang bang bang, cause the best rat Had a shot in my glass and then we both cast Birds are singing, we'll pop that weed When the streets are dimming, we'll pop that weed When the cops come knocking, we'll hide the weed When the corn and beat, proceed to pop that weed Birds are singing, we'll pop that weed When the streets are dimming, we'll pop that weed Cops come knocking, we'll hide that green When the corn and beat, proceed to pop that weed Said hidden well, no ice can in the rookie of a tell. Where the weed is, I run from a rope into an abandoned a garden well. Wash and said, I was lost in my week, go where to lose a lot. I waited not for the way of us. 
thanks for the tunes, Mill Crate. Always very cool. Yar, yar. Anyhow, um, as usual, you know, when we take a break, um, the conversation always is a lot more lively and uh, really colorful, which I wish, you know, in the past year and a half that I've had this show that, boy, you can't get that that in a live show. But anyhow, uh, so Wade and I were talking about, uh, well, what's going on? And um, we, as, as racers um, out there, uh, I'm sure I'm talking to a... Um, we have 25,000 apparently listeners here, so I would imagine a lot of you are racers or evangelical Christians. But uh, yeah, uh, it's all about uh, what's going on. Our year is basically gone. You know, everyone, hopefully, you were all training while we we're sitting there, you know, sitting in a hole for three months. But a lot of us, uh, yeah, it just depends who you are. But uh, things are open, opening up again, and we got the fun track days going on. And uh, we have, uh, you know, AFM boys going out there again, uh, July 18th and 19th at Button Willow. Uh, if you're an AFM member, uh, right now, if you haven't joined due to the fact that you didn't know what was going on, you can join for the half a season, Yarr. Uh, anyways, I just got that notice and they're going to have a good time and I'd like to be out there as well. I love Button Willow. It's a fast track and, um, you have a lot of line of sight and just generally fun. Uh, you also have the, um, steakhouse on the way home, Harris Ranch, which is always cool. But, uh, that being said, um, fun track days. They're going to be out there on July 3rd at Laguna Seca. Boy, oh boy. If you've never done Laguna Seca, you should, you know, it's definitely a good way to go. And, uh, so have fun there. Fun track days, D-A-Y-Z. So uh, remember that. Uh, August will uh, get you all set up if you guys uh, decide to go out. Anyhow, um, you are. So it's all about making plans. And the fact of the matter is it's hard to make plans right now because you just don't really know what's going on. We're all but, tentative. Uh, we're all tentative. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wade and I, a uh, million years ago, uh, uh, it was my first Isle of Man TT. And um, finally got all everything together. Everything played through. So I had a, a 99R1 ready to go. I got my acceptance. And it took, uh, you know, I, I had to do a lot of fighting to get my acceptance out there. Uh, AMA, uh, FIM, all those boys. Uh, why do I deserve a license? So I got it. Yar. So uh, ends up happening just like right now. There was a thingy. And it, back then it was called the uh, Mad Cow Disease. Yar. So uh, what happened was they basically closed down the uh, whole uh, island. Uh, well, whole island, whole yeah. country as well. I mean, we're not having races. Wear we're not booties and bringing anybody here. So supposedly it was basically the farmers didn't want anybody tromping through their fields and destroying everything and bringing that over there, and that really pushed it over the top. And yeah, they just said, nope, we're not doing it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was well, it uh, it could have jeopardized the whole economy of a certain particular place. Yeah. They never and got it. Yeah, it totally it, worked. It yeah, it shut the island down. And, um, yeah, so uh, my first time to go out there was uh, delayed by two years. But uh, it was very interesting to actually, uh, I guess, experience something that's out of your control in a certain way being something biological. So uh, that's going to happen right now. Um, uh, Pedro says right now you, we can go to Mexico and uh, sign up for the uh, hill climb. You know, it's going to uh, happen. San Borders Pedro open, Martin. away we go. Yeah, and I really want to do that. And uh, I plan on taking my 99R1. Um, maybe if I can get some per paperwork, the 636, but uh, very important to go um, for me. Uh, it's been a long time, so I've been racing. And the fact of the matter is I'd like to do the next three AFM races. Um, 
no matter what, it uh, goes down on the books, and it's always good to get things opening up. So um, definitely check out the AFM. Definitely get your uh, license and uh, sign up because uh, I'm sure we all been uh, chomping at the bit to go out yeah. there and uh, or wherever you race at. Yeah, exactly. Truly, I've seen uh, some folks race at uh, uh, right now. Wera is at. Uh, they were. I think they're going to be in Nevada somewhere uh, this weekend. Uh, and some folks been racing in Chickawalla. So there's there's definitely some racing going on, racing going on out there, um, not close to here, but it's definitely going yeah. on. <laughs> you know, yeah. So anyhow, um, let's talk about a little bit of a program uh, and wishes. Uh, uh, we had some call-ins and uh, Irish road racing. Uh, to me, that's pure. It's something a lifetime goal. It's um, basically to me, it's um, when you road race, uh, you pretty much have to be really dedicated, really committed. Uh, there's no room for error. Uh, you really have to want to do it, you know. And uh, as far as that goes, uh, that's that that's that's the important thing, you know. Um, anyhow. Uh, I think we have a guest just came in. Let's take a short break, and I'll bring back topic back up in a second. All right, let's see if this can work. have got no past, yeah, that's what you think, and you hope she'll sing, but she sings of greed like a young banshee. And she wants for this, and she wants for that. Ah, what did you think?
man said we dance in Mississippi at an Alpha Kappa dance. It wasn't me. Right on. Thanks, Milk Crate, for uh, setting up the tunes. Uh, boy, we got a yellow album and a green album. That's pretty fucking cool. Don't those both together make blue? I forget. Anyway, anyhow, yar yar. Uh, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Beaten Radio in the Heart of the Mission. And uh, we're having a nice evening, um, just getting by, talking about some race days, talking about some races coming up over in Mexico, as well as here at the AFM and Button Willow. Talking about track days over there with... Uh, you know, Fun Track Days, D-A-Y-Z. They're going to have a nice time over there at Laguna Seca on July 3rd, so sign up while you can. Yar. Um, super, super special guest, we have Joe O'Sullivan. And uh, he's the name. Um, 
just like Wade, um, they're old school Ironman TT racers and uh, got a lot of talent in this room right now. And uh, let's see, Joe, does your mic work? I'm just trying to turn everything up here and see you uh, shoot the shit. How are you? <laughs> All right, let's see. We just point it down a little, point the white one down a little, talk straight into it. Oh. On it that says it doesn't work. Two works. Not that one. One, two, and four work. That does not work. Or that's, no, that's, S, that's S1 then. This is S1. All right. So. Taking it doesn't work then. Uh, it works. works. Talk straight. There we go. Okay. Welcome to Racers Alley. <laughs> and it does work. Just get a little closer if you can. Say hello, mate. Yeah. Hello. Hello. There you go. Now we can hear you. You are. Um, um, so, yeah, you and Wade have been out there. Uh, I remember. Um, I was uh, just starting to race, uh, ride and race back in the 1987 uh, and, uh, and 88, and uh, City Bike came out back then, and we were able to get that. I lived in the valley, uh, San Ramon, I think, back in the day, maybe Livermore or whatever. Anyhow, um, City Bike was a thing, and if you're a motorcyclist, you always read whatever uh, papers had to do with motorcycling, and uh, back in the day, um, we, uh, my friend Tommy uh, learned about uh, the Isle of Man TT. And uh, back in the day, there was a uh, Chris Crew was running it, yeah. uh, and uh, I think he was running with a Lightning Express. Lightning Express. Lightning Express. Uh, back in the day, and uh, that was uh, you know Americans going out doing the best of the best. And uh, from then on, uh, I don't know the progression, but you boys went out there, uh, Wade and uh, Joe. I mean, he started about ninety ninety ones or. I started in Wade. And I'm, I was 92. 92, 93 days. Same with Thomas yeah. Montano. And, and, and uh, Tom Montano, another local legend. Uh, I don't think he's San Francisco, but... Uh, yeah. uh, Somewhere in the East Bay, wherever yeah. that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's from, he's oh. from Oakland, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown yeah. Oakland. Uh, fast boy. And um, anyhow, uh, so uh, that's when uh, we had uh, local boys doing the Isle of Man TT. And... Um, if you don't know about it, to have three local racers here in America doing it, it's, 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 it says a, a quite a bit, uh, especially since they're Bay Area boys, probably learned doing Highway 1 or, or local stuff, because the only track we had back out there was uh, either Willow Springs or uh, Sears Point, you know, all six or 12 or whatever yeah, turns, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, so uh, ended up uh, being here, and um, what made you boys decide to go out there and do that? Uh, oh, family, natural? Well, our friend. Uh, Chris Crew, who was a, a really good mate of mine, I, I, I met him when I came here from Ireland in, in 84 or something, 85, and uh, he did it wow. in 1989, and I think 88 and 89, uh -huh. on an OW01 that he he rented from Paget Motorcycles, Wow, who, who are quite famous. Yes, of course, and the OW01 is nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah, so... He did it for those couple of years. Um, just before he went, he hurt himself really badly on one of our rides, the, the Wednesday night ride. Uh, ah, uh, Wednesday in, night. In, uh, in, in yeah. Marin, and he actually had a, a rod through his leg when he was racing the TT, you know, so. Holy moly. Um, <laughs> it, wow. it, it was a huge effort on his part, and he was a really nice dude, and he was an inspiration for all his friends everybody, everybody um, yes you know, um, so i've only read about him my boss uh, yeah every, every 
He's well known in the community of yeah, motorcycling and, here and, in the and Bay Area. He was a, also kind of a prince among men. You couldn't meet a nicer That's person. Even <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was through him we got the inspiration, you know, and then I think we found out that they would actually pay us to go there. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so uh, we didn't, I didn't find out till after the fact. <laughs> so you were there, and all of a sudden you got a big smiles, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You spend all your money and then this to get in, and the second week they actually pay you if you if you once you qualified, yeah. yeah. Once you qualified, uh, and it changed everything because we all struggled so hard to get there. And all of a sudden, and actually, probably the exchange rate was uh, better. It was almost uh, double. Yeah, yeah so and it was almost double. And I think the first year they gave us three thousand pounds each. You are to 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 go there, which was uh, to get there. That's wonderful. You know, uh -huh. and. That's the Isle of Man is is or was a huge part of the the, the, the TT was a huge part of the Isle of Man's economy. You yes. Know, that's the money Before they depended on. Yeah. Um, so you know they paid us to go over there and and we did it. And Big uh, deal. Yeah. It was it kept us coming back too. Oh, yeah. Well, we could yeah. do more. We they could do better. Us we could to go come back as well. Um, well. Uh, when I finally got there uh, with Wade, uh, it ended up being 2004. And that was the last year, because Wade goes, just wait, you qualify, you're going to get it. First thing you're going to do is buy a wallet, and you're not going to be able to, like, close it. <laughs> you know, and sure enough, he goes, however, by the end of the day, because you're seeing the tire guys, the mechanics, the gas people, everyone involved, the wallet ended up just shrinking during the day. But the fact mm -hmm. of the matter is they gave you a, you know, proper, proper, uh, you know, entrance fee uh, just for qualifying is a huge deal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that was a very, uh, I still have um, uh, with my metal, TT metal, uh, Wade goes, uh, all right, we're at the bank. He goes, uh, we're cashing the check. He goes, take that, get one pound. I'm like, what's for? He goes, you fold that under your TT metal, you know, and I still got that pound. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, it was like really, really, really cool. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's very, very neat. And, um, the fact of the matter is, uh, you boys started on, uh, well, back in the day, the biggest bikes would be probably really the, the F2s and such, I imagine. Yeah, I started on a Honda F2 Wade, oh, I guess, I at hurricane. the time, had an F1. The, the 88? Uh, the, 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 the really, yeah, the yeah, Hurricane. It was, was pre-Fs. Uh -huh. But yeah. I, <laughs> I did actually lend him my bike a few times a for few. for the senior race. Um, and what uh, was that? The first couple of years I was there. Was 93 and... Ninety-three and ninety-four. I actually think I lent him my bike for the senior race. Um, uh, which I bike would that be? I, I, I didn't. The top eighty get to ride the senior, which is the main gotcha. event. Yeah. So. And I qualified, and his bike was faster than mine. He goes, "You want to ride my bike?" Whoa! Awesome. Yeah, I love to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean, it's a next generation machine as well. But yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was just the very next generation. Yeah. <laughs> it still had a steel frame. One more year. <laughs> yeah, right. but yeah, but we um, we spent a lot of years doing well, it and swap bikes back and forth. Well, sometimes that's another awesome good, thing. Sometimes bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's another. There, thing there was one oops there we didn't want to talk about. <laughs> well, uh, but, yeah, uh, the shock. We're still and, uh, friends. Flying upside down. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyhow, that's another amazing thing. I mean, um, to be at that level and to be able to walk in and ride whatever bike you're given is quite different than uh, 
So say circuit racers, racers that take a year to develop a bike, I mean, you have to have a lot of confidence to go on the uh, uh, toughest race in the world on a bike you've never ran on. Um, I've done it uh, more than once, yeah. and you guys have done it more than once. And I, l- I learned to spend that money and rent a bike. If I couldn't beg, borrow, steal, and I'd go rent one over here. And you got me into that twice. And I got yeah. another one. Oh, I got exactly. another, another chance to, to do another TT. Well, great. and some of them bikes are great. I mean, we got into Kringle, and um, sometimes they, they work, they don't. But in the end, they, they you know, uh, got a bike, and you, you run it. And um, that's an interesting thing, I mean, to be able to have the talent to run whatever you need to run uh, on whatever road you need to ride. And um, having you boys here, I was just uh, thinking about writing stuff and uh, 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 such uh, I need to get me a typewriter, but I thought about it the other day, and um, the type of stuff typewriter. we do, I would actually call it, uh, what did I say, improvisational racing, because what you're doing is you're going through these turns that you've never been at, like we were over in, you know, Argentina, you're going, you got, there's no touring, you got to go as fast as you can never go on these uh, roads that are quite unforgiving. And, and uh, learn really fast. You got, you, yeah, it's, it's, it's RRR. And uh, I have a little uh, article under that, but uh, improvisational racing, it's like jazz. You're going out there, and depending on the conditions, is there a rock there? Is there sand there? Is there anything else in between? You still got to go as fast as you can on um, very yeah. unforgiving uh, yeah. circumstances. Did you run over that bug or that snake? Or yeah. you need to go around <laughs> it? <laughs> or you got a bird flying in front of you? Yeah, you are. But uh, anyhow, um, what are your future plans, guys? Uh, what do we got going? Well, I think we're... Uh my next race, because I, I retired from road racing in 2001 when my daughter was born, but I've gone back every, every couple of years and, you know. Yeah, I've been it. following you. You've been running. You haven't retired. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's almost, if racing is in your blood, it's almost impossible to retire from it. So I, and if you do it, just I get a foray you back into it every couple of years and and do okay, you know. I uh, but road racing on roads is definitely in my blood. So a friend of ours is running a road race in Mexico in, in February. Pedro. Yeah. Yeah, so he just we're, uh, we're going to go down there and and Wade and I just happen to have the same exact motorcycle, so. Well, which one, the VFR, little four hundreds? Yeah, 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 the RVF VFR. So it's not enough horsepower to get yourself in trouble. It's not probably not enough horsepower (laughs) to get yourself killed. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll keep my mouth shut on that one. Yeah. So, but we we kind of hope to go at it in that road race, and and every time Wade talks about road racing, I'm like. Okay, I'm back in. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you hard know. to get the program together, get the money together, get the bike sorted. I mean, uh, yeah, unless you actually get ha- given a proper sorted bike, you got to develop it. You got to spend money on it, especially the older bikes. Got to find tires, you know, got to yeah. get suspension, all that good yeah. stuff. So uh, we both got older 400s that are really pretty hot. So I think we got five guys, four or five guys for the class. If they have well, a that, class. that's in February, the uh, yeah. the the. Uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, so race over there. The uh, actually, it's called the uh, Baja International Tourist Cup Real Road Racing. Um, yeah. Boy, I need to get. Uh, I guess I need to fix Jack's bike. 
because it's sitting there under a tarp there over at go, the Chad's house. Uh, this um, FCR 400. And, uh, it's another class. We need as yeah, many yeah. 400 as we can get. Uh, exactly. So and while uh, they're competing, you know, to go 200 plus on their 1,000cc BMWs, We'll be competing to go 135 plus. <laughs> <laughs> and having fun. Plus. Because you'll be yeah. able to hand each other the yeah. coffee you're drinking on the front street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, try this, Mocha. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing is, you know, I, I raced little bikes for many years as well. And uh, 400 class is definitely one of my favorites. And I'd love to be able to do the Manx GP on a proper uh, 400. Uh, sometimes you need to go slower to get faster. You know, and uh, I think a 400 would be an excellent motorcycle. And, uh, yeah, that road race over in Mexico, the Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, Pedro's getting together. That sounds like a wonderful race. Uh, he has things together. He's expecting high, high speeds. Uh, yeah, it races really out there fast. and such. And, super uh, fast. It, well, it's got to get it together to be super fast. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll be very interesting uh, to see uh, how all those – got to connect the dots but uh you boys uh I, I, i'm assuming you've been at the southern and 100 whether yeah 100, i i raced it two or three times so uh you're talking well yeah. i'm asking i've never been i've only seen but you got a lot of long streets and uh, for a bit and such yeah, kind of they have their long straights are a lot shorter than our long streets yeah it's it's a nine mile road course nine miles okay yeah it it, it it's a lot tighter than <laughs> I think. It, it's a lot tighter than the actual TT course. Um, uh, as far as the southern or uh, the southern, the southern hundred. Southern hundred. It, 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 it takes a lot to learn, but it's it's run by the nicest guy in motorcycle racing. He's the one, you know, leader that doesn't care what you do. He's he's like. Bring, run what you brung. Bring, do your job. You know, Give it a good go. Don't have yeah. a license, we'll, we'll squeeze you in somehow. Um, you don't have this, you don't have that, we'll get you in. And uh, he is, George Peach is his name. He's, yeah. And that's why I kept doing the Southern 100 was because of George Peach. You know, he road racing has, has always got one or two guys saying no. You know, no matter where you go, there's eight that will say yes and two that will say no. You know. Well, you look at the course. I mean, the first time I was at the aisle, uh, our friend John picked me up. I was there a week ahead of time, and um, he's taking me down to fish and chips over at the one of the places, the Ramsey maybe. But anyways, yeah. um, okay. Uh, I turned white when I go. Where, where, when are we on the course? We're in his little Mini Cooper. He goes, we've been on the straight for quite a bit, Alex. <laughs> and he looked at me and he pulled over because the color of me changed. <laughs> well, you gotta be kidding me! You know what the hell I get myself into. But yeah, it's terrifying if you actually look at the fact that uh, what these boys are racing on and what we love to race on. Um, yeah, there's no room for error. There's, there's, it's just a wonderful scenery and a nice tarmac. You know, it's like a. You hope it's it, a nice tarmac. Well, I, mean, I don't mind the bumps and the wheelie bumps. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no such thing as smooth in road racing. I think, but uh, that, that's very, very cool. And uh, yeah. Uh, Gonna go back out there again to the Isle of Man? Uh, yes, I doubt it. Um, I quit road racing when my daughter was born. She's nineteen now, but you know, it, it was for a genuine reason. You know, for sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Wade and I have been there a million times, and, and we've seen both ends of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of both ends. A lot of both ends. So, so 
Yeah. You know. Even though it's a circle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there circle. was a lot of both ends of it. You know, one of the years we were there, there were 13 riders killed. You um, were there in 2004 and five. Yeah, no, I wasn't, but... That was One the of the years we were there, there were 13 yeah, riders killed. it takes killed. its toll. It, it, it does. It takes one or two people every year. And my yeah. daughter was born, and I thought it would be selfish to, to, to keep road racing, you know. But I've watched some of the Irish road races from the 90s, from the early 90s, and the first 10 people in those particular races, they're all gone. Yeah, well, mean? it's it's, it's yeah, like it's the mountain climbers, the speed mountain climbers who do the El Capitan and stuff. That's why we're going to ride little And the folks bikes. who do the uh, the bat wing stuff. The top boys are gone. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you can only tempt fate so much. Yeah. And uh, it, you got to accept what you're doing when you do it, uh, obviously. But um, here we are going to Mexico. Wow, yeah, wow. no, but <laughs> yeah, <and he's, laughs> you, you said that. That's road racing, dude. <laughs> you said that going to the TT also, because everybody asked you, everybody warned you, and everybody said it's the most dangerous race in the world. And yes, it is. And you still said yes. I still want to do it. Yeah, it's got to be a, a conscious choice, and um, you really got to accept what you're getting yourself into. You know, um, when Wade and I went um, 04 and 05, there was uh, yeah, a, 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 a lot of people didn't come back. On, uh, yeah. uh, during those two years in general in um yeah very uh, weird circumstances whatever what, what have you you know but yeah it's um yeah it's it's just it part of what you gotta accept to be doing the and job it could be anybody yeah we know somebody on every side of the fence and yeah the good stuff happens and the bad stuff happens uh most of the people have a great experience well uh, yeah no matter what you're having a, a good time and you're doing the best you can do because uh, road racing is yeah. the epitome of racing. Be sharp. You know, you got to be the best to be out there, you know, that type of thing, uh, as well as other things. But uh, it's definitely a fun time, you know. And uh, that being said, look forward to actually going to the Baja International Tourist Cup. You guys are taking 400s. I need to talk to Chad and get that FCR 400 running. That yeah. way we can all have some fun out there yeah. and uh, yeah. each take turns being in front of the line. Getting yeah, that train and, through, and when know? we go to Ireland, we're gonna ra race these little classic bikes. Yeah, that being With said, so four hundred, it's the same kind of thing. Uh, they're they're faster for what they are. They they build the really super nice bikes, but they're smaller. They're in theory a little slower. I've been watching the onboards, and like Armoy has like six jumps, and it looks like you totally get the thrill even on the classic bikes. They're getting the front end off the ground, off the jumps just a little bit. And, and they're having real races. They race like six, eight, whatever people at a time. Nice. So uh, what Wade's mentioning is uh, we were talking about earlier in the break. Um, one of our, our guests last week uh, uh, was mentioning um, we're invited to go road race over in uh, 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 Ireland, I believe. Uh, Ireland, yeah. Ireland uh, <laughs> next year. And... Um, uh, the folks are, are doing a, a great road racing proper around a certain courses, uh, at least five, and they're road race courses, and they're going to be uh, classic bikes. Yeah. Well, they, they race everything, but we're picking on the classic cl division. Yeah. And go make friends with those guys. It's a little more affordable. So uh, it should be a little safer, hopefully. Cause, well, to actually you know, race a classic bike uh, takes experience. Ride. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we can do that too. We're used to going twice that fast. We, you know, exactly. it should be a really good experience, a lot of fun, and we don't really have to set a track record or anything. So the fun is really underlined. Yeah, and also I mean, um, yeah, everyone wants to come home with a big smile. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, so uh, to be able to uh, squeeze as much as you can out of a bike, you know, we can obviously do that at uh, big big speeds yeah, to so actually do it at a at a. And, uh, well, we all, the, what you call classic bikes, I think we've all ridden at one point. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> when we were born, that's what we yeah. had. And uh, so, anyhow, we, we were going to be hooked up with Team Jameson, and Ooh. he's got some really nice bikes. He's even got one for you. And Yeah, yeah I would like we're, to definitely get in on that. We're talking our way there. We already made friends, and we kind of have a reservation. Um, Which, uh, yeah, we just gotta we got to go have a bunch know, of fun. It's yeah, a matter yeah. of getting there, but we'll keep talking about it till we get there, and yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. Well, we'll we're it. making plans. I mean, right it's, now that's we're July next year. Well, I mean, this whole season shot for a lot of folks. I mean, AFM's going to have four races coming up. I mean, what good is that? Um, it's you're out there racing. Uh, I still push my, you know, six hour endurance race, but blah blah blah. Anyhow, that being said, I mean, we all take a lot of time to try and get our our. our programs together sometimes things don't work out for whatever reason and a year can be shot immediately but there's always the next year to look to and uh i think no matter what you know um, it's like another lap yeah right now i mean people are just gearing up for next year and uh you know uh going from there uh, uh, anyways we're going to take a break here shortly we've got to bring uh, a green album here by milk crate but um we'll be back we'll start jarring some more and thank you joe and wade and Milk crate, here we go.
I'm a little pimp with my hair gas mask. Yeah, can you pass if my shoes shine black? Got a little lady walk that street, telling all the boys that she played me. Twenty dollar bill, I can sit you straight. Meet me on the corner, boy, I don't need.
Yar yar. Boy, you know, just hanging out and um, really nice evening here in the Mission uh, in San Francisco. Mutiny Radio, uh, lights still out, and um, yeah, boy oh boy, you know, um, apparently all our listeners from all over the world, um, there's no zombies here yet, uh, the virus is okay, um, I recommend getting a shit ton of toilet paper, yeah, just keep buying that stuff, yeah, uh, I got stock, you right, yeah, anyhow, uh, otherwise self-load or get ammo, and uh, from there, here we go, um, Joe Sullivan, yar yar, uh, you've always been a person of a highly respected, and um, very nice to have you here in the, in, in the, on the show. Um, you and Wade and uh, Chris, uh, there's a few of us boys. Uh, also, uh, uh, what's his name? The other guy with the long hair, uh, maroon guy. Tom Montano. Oh, Montano. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yes, Tom also as well. Um, you guys are actually, uh, no one really knows, but as far as the Isle of Man shit goes, you guys are the pioneers. And uh, your dad as well, Wade, uh, Bill Boyd, uh, yeah, first time out there in the 60s. And yeah. um, as far as the Isle of Man, Americans going over there didn't even know about that. And... Um, uh, I've never really asked you, Wade, and don't even know about, but, I mean, the fact that uh, Bill did that, I don't even know how old and why he heard about it. Um, 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 well, uh, I wasn't living with him. My parents split up, so I wasn't really there, but yes. I did totally hear about it. Uh, just barely, like, you know, from the other side of the fence, but I heard enough. Um, just that he went, basically, uh, and he told me one time I got to visit and you know anyhow i came up and told him says i don't know if i miffed him or not but told him said i'm gonna do it 10 times and you are, you are. And anyhow so it was it was already kind of a seed there that's you know one of those ultimate things and but it's um, weird that um i heard about it one day american would actually hear about that here in california and are you are we got the best roads that's how i trained through the isle of man i did a lot of back roads whole different story with the stopwatch but i mean your pops did it and this was you know uh, this was a while ago fellas i mean rer we're talking about probably like seven years or something yeah I don't but know. the fact of the matter is to have someone to be able to think about that and do that and get that idea back then i mean communication was a lot different i mean you get that like in an old magazine you find somewhere or right. something but uh something yeah, yeah he, he was working at Alfredo's Yamaha, and so actually he wrote a, a TD two, I believe. TD two. For, for I call it what I call Uncle Al Alfredota, and yes. so it was a two-stroke Yamaha twin. It was they've only been doing it a couple of years now, um, but Al had the top-notch equipment. My dad was on a Triumph. Before that, then these Yamahas came in, and he got a couple. He got a job over there, and he, he started racing. Somehow, they decided to go over there. But so he went over there. They had black leathers, black, 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 everything. And he had red leathers and a full, uh, an open-face helmet, not a porridge pot, well, which they had a hard time with. They had a hard time with a bunch of things. And, and okay. it was illegal for him to have the words Al Fregota on the side of his motorcycle. 
So what do you mean? Uh, back then they just back wanted. Back then they uh, had even more rules. <laughs> so nothing. Uh, they just wanted uh, properly painted bikes with no no lettering, no advertising. Period. There you are. So he said we we duck, put duct tape over it about halfway through the race. I'd peel no it kidding. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Are you going on the front street yeah. having a cup of coffee? Let's yeah, take exactly. off this duct tape. So and and he he said he had the brand new equipment. So he had better equipment than they did. But he rode it too long, and it broke in the race. Um, where when I went, it was just the opposite. They had much better equipment than I had. You know, well, racing's luck. And uh, sometimes things break, sometimes things don't. And what you're yeah. doing is what you're doing. But yeah. you are, you are. So, so Pops, uh, uh, that Mr. Was, Bill Boyd. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was the year of, of the first. It was a lorry strike, and the, the TT was lorry. postponed. So lorry so and uh, for us American people are buses, <laughs> truckers, 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 truckers. <laughs> so yeah, I mean we got a lot of listeners here, and um, some are from everywhere. Uh, yeah. yeah. So lorry is the truckers' strike. Yeah. So the the race I guess was with the Manx or September or something. Anyhow, so he did Ireland, and he always said, "Go race Ireland, go race Ireland." So yeah, you are. That's where I'm getting this. Go race Ireland. I've always wanted to yeah. be a road racer. And Actually. give it a go. There's a couple of okay. tracks that I haven't been on, and you know I like I like them all. And Armoy has jumps, some a track with jumps. And, exactly. And, and there are. Mine's right. Sign us up. Yeah. So uh, I'm invited as well, and um, I'm uh, working on getting my stuff together, so to speak. And I'd love to be out there with you boys uh, coming in uh, uh, early next year. And uh, let's just hope we can be able to get there. And like I said, you know, um, yeah, races are races. We always think about it, Joe O'Sullivan. Yar, yar, you're back out there. And um, can I have? A, can I ask you a question? Sure. What, mate? Yar, Chucky. Yar, yar. You guys are building a, a different bike. I gotta have him in here. Oh, Chuck Sorensen. Yeah, um, you should. You should invite him. He's no, he's been here before. I, I've, I knew Chuck since 1991, 92. Um, he was my mentor in a ways. If you go back in a turn to uh, Willow Springs and break, or actually one, don't talk to me again. I was racing four hundreds. Yeah, because you just throw it in. Bob's your uncle, you know. Um, yeah, so he's doing other things. But I've noticed um, over time, uh, you and you and Chucky are mates and uh, hang out and do racing. We do quite a bit of dirt riding. Um, and especially because of this COVID thing, everybody's stuck at home. So once a week we get out and dirt ride, and I do my best to keep up with him and can't. <laughs> uh, here's, my, yeah, here's my problem. Jesus Christ, Joe Sullivan, you're dirt bike riding? Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> Way dirt uh, bike rides, but, you know, that's, you know, that's a lot harder than road racing on the body, especially at a person over 40. You know, well, yeah. yeah. How'd you know oh, I was oh, over 40? Yeah. <laughs> Only like, if you bounce yeah, on the ground once in a while. You're drinking a light beer. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know Chucky and I go dirt riding, and, and I love his company. He's a, he's a great dude. He's a wonderful I, man. Yeah. I'll talk to him about coming in to say hi again. I'm sure well, he will. he's been here a while back, but, yeah, we're doing the, the issues. You know, everything's been a, yeah. a little bit different, but... We'll get him back in, especially as racing gets goes on. But yeah, but yeah, he's still he's he's still racing, and he's also a three-time AMA champion. 
Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, he's got a lot of stories. <laughs> um, so it's kind of nice to ride with him and, and swap stories. Swap stories. Like, like, like we're doing now. You well, know, last time we were here, it was like, uh, just like I'm interrupting you now. You go, Alex. Okay, back to what I was talking about. <laughs> if you know Chucky, yeah, he is on point, and yes, he's a you know he's a wonderful. Uh, well, he's Chucky, and he's yeah. a legend. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> we we ran a team. Um, it actually, was Barker O'Donoghue, Crispin Barker. Um, I've heard of Crispin. We, we ran a team first year on an Aprilia 550, which was kind of the greatest piece of shit ever invented. The what SVX 550. Um, SVX 550. So they put a kit on it. They put, you know, they spent Who makes time. That? Everything. They Aprilia. Get everything. Okay. Aprilia. An SVX 550, I, I think they call it. So... I had had the engine apart 15 times in six races. Um, I was his mechanic. <laughs> so it was made in Russia. Got a lot of tolerance issues. No, no, it was made in, <laughs> in Italy, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I have an Alpha. Same, I love it a little. Same deal, but... <laughs> so then, after that, we got so sick of it, we went to Europe and bought a Moto2 bike. That's what I remember him having. And uh, it was a Calyx. Yes. And if, if Team Barker O'Donoghue were famous for anything, it was party. <laughs> you know, so we, <laughs> well, racers are racers. We ran the, a Moto2 bike and we partied, you know, two nights a week at the garage where we got it together. And, and Chuck rode it and won a bunch of races on it and... So it, it was, for me, just working on the bike because it's somewhat, something that not a whole lot of people ever get to see, matter of mind, work on, you know, a Moto2. No, it's Grand a very Prix specialized bike. motorcycle. Yeah, so we had, we had a lot of fun doing that. Seen as you mentioned, Chucky, but yeah. Um, no, I love Chucky. Like I said, I met him uh, where I was a young buck uh, over at... Uh, Dublin Kawasaki Honda Suzuki. Yeah, no, uh, back yeah, in the yeah. early '90s with uh, Doug Meyer on the place, yeah. and uh, yeah, he ended up coming in as salesman, and um, yeah, by then he was already proper uh, established. And so I, I was just starting out in an FCR 400. Alex, you know, I was like, just telling him, and I'm going, you know, doing the best not to be 18th out of 16, you know, RER. You know, back then, and uh, he, he gave me a lot of great advice and, uh, um, yeah, how to be a racer. And to this day, I still use his advice. But, uh, yeah, uh, one of my favorite things was, was don't come back if you break going into turn one at Willow. Just go in and you toss it, Alex. You know, but uh, I had to do it because I couldn't go back with it saying, you know, all right, I'll walk a shave. And sure enough, I mean, you toss it in on a 400 turn one at Willow full speed. Yeah, yeah, it's only doing 120 or whatever. You know, Bob's your uncle. My my <laughs> one was turn three at Willow. I crashed there a couple of times, but uh, we we you did are. turn I three up a couple of times. Yeah, it's the Omega, now. but yeah, <clears throat> Wade we, loves the Omega. Mine was two. I totaled uh, both my bikes, 400 and my R1, turn two. Wow. So Willow, Willow wow. I have a reckoning with Willow. 
You uh, have a reckoning with Willow. Uh, yeah. we, we did several 24-hour endurance races at Willow. Wow. Um, we need to really then. talk about this. Yeah. Really, but we are literally uh, 15 seconds out of time. Oh, to be continued. Say, uh, to be continued. <laughs> thank you, guys. Emily, thank you for showing up. We barely got to talk to you. Say hi. You're welcome. Well, Dames don't care. What? Dames don't care. Dames don't care. <laughs> Here you are. Uh, and we do barely hard to get to uh, hear from Fantastic. But guys, our show's over. Um, so thank you for being here at Races Alley at Mini Radio. Yar, yar. It's now three seconds. Yar. <laughs> One way ticket, yeah It took me so long To find out I found out